I don't think you get it. You're the only one who knows the taste that lies dead beneath my tongue. I'm not sure how to make you understand that these are not stretch marks. You left skid marks here, don't you remember? Taking drags and taking turns like the sun's rising depended on us. Baby, you read me like a book. Your favorite comic has folds in the corners, rips in her seams. I know where all your favorite parts are. I'm telling you, my love, these heartstrings you plucked still ring the tune of your stay that echoes in my bones. I might not remember all the words, but I recall the chorus. Baby, what do strangers look like? Please, don't say dusted with cinnamon and eyes like espresso because that will mean I can't know you anymore. I can't feel your arms and I wrap my own around myself. Don't tell me you forgot my name. You breathed it in my neck, through my palms, down my back. I didn't know candlelight burned that long. so much honestly for having me on the podcast I truly appreciate it and I'm just so thankful and happy to be here and just honored to be a part of this space and to have uh, a minute to, be able to talk with everybody and to talk with you um so my name is Julia Lawrence kind of my artist and stage name um so I am a haiku artist so I'm a poet uh I also am a small youtuber and a small business owner um I kind of just dabble in a lot of things and I'm really just here to try to be inspired as well as to mm. inspire others to be their best selves or to be whoever that God made them to be. Um, I, I'm not really one to try to copy other people. I just feel inspired by others and then it just makes me want to do better overall. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that I can do the same for other people. So that, you brought up so many good points. Um, I want to start with like, cause for the JXW podcast, this is exactly what I want to do, just inspiring other younger people, specifically, specifically younger people, because I, in my younger ages, I didn't have a voice per se. I didn't have, I wasn't bold enough to enact any of my creative purpose into the world on a broad sense to get my voice out there. So I want you to talk about, as a younger child, what was one of the roadblocks soci sociably and how did you overcome that and actually project your voice and your story? Ooh. Um, so as a younger child, I'd probably say that um, my biggest thing was just not being able to fit in. So mm -hmm. in all the places where I grew up, I was, um, I was the skinny one. I was the black one. I was the girl. And so nobody really wanted to listen to what I had to say. Mm -hmm. um, and I got into writing when I was very, very young. Uh, and I would keep tons and tons of journals and diaries. And I would just kind of like write my heart out and pretend like somebody could hear me. Um, back then, my faith wasn't really strong. So I didn't even really think that God could hear me. And so it was really just me writing to myself or I guess mm -hmm. like, the universe because I just I didn't really feel like I was being heard um and so as I grew older I started I started just like transitioning into writing for myself it wasn't just a writing because I wanted somebody to hear me I needed to write so that I could calm down yeah. and just so I didn't hold on to negative feelings anymore um 
I tend to be an overthinker. Anybody who knows me will tell you that I overthink a lot. And so being able to do, I think nowadays they call it like morning pages where you kind of just like wake up first thing in the morning and you write the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, so I, I now do things like that, but you know, obviously more poetry centric and it just kind of helps me to get my own flow going. And so once I got the, uh, the nerve to share it, I was not, I wasn't reaching the people who I wanted to, I guess, talk to, mm -hmm. but I was reaching people who were able to relate. And that started meaning a whole lot more to me because now I found a space of people who understood what I was going through. You kind of touched on like writing for yourself and you didn't feel as though pe you were going to get heard in front of people. That's something that I really went through. Like really personally, isolation was like my whole childhood for real. So when I started writing, I started writing when I was 15 years old. And before then, I always written things, but I never recorded it per se. But I finally started recording it, actually physically writing when I was 15 and doing the poetry. And I even started short stories and all that. But at the time, I felt like very compressed, sociably very compressed. And I didn't know how to like, because I didn't have friends at the time. I was homeschooled, all that. Um, I'm the youngest of five children. So it was like the world all around me. I want, in your perspective, how did you personally deal with all the pressures of the world? And how did you like break through like what did you do to of course we always have god around us but what did you do to like get yourself motivate yourself every single day to like hey i'm a person and i am really i'm all that yeah so i'm gonna be completely honest with you i ran from it mm. um i just ran from it i just i felt like if i closed my eyes and i buried my head in the ground you know far enough that it wouldn't reach me um, but obviously it's not the way that the world works yeah. and you know, you, there comes a time where you have to get up, you know, get off your butt, got to grow up and you have to face it head on. And so I've told my testimony a couple of times before, but, um, and I think you might have remembered, uh, when I was on Casper's podcast, yes. um, but <laughs> the, the breaking point for me and having to face all of my problems all at once. Um, I was going through a really bad depressive episode too. It was, it lasted maybe like a month um, mm. or a little over a month. <clears throat> and I was just so angry at God. I was just, I was mad. And I used the last of my faith that night. Like I was, I was pretty much ready to throw in the towel and I walked around outside at 1030 at night, literally screaming at God, which obviously is not okay to do. Like I, <laughs> I do not recommend uh, 10 out of 10 do not recommend yelling at God but in my humanness I was so desperate for an answer and so desperate for him to be real and for him to hear me that I just I screamed you know and I realized that if God really wants relationship like relationships aren't always pretty and so you know if he wants me to be real that I'm going to be real this isn't going to be a you know sitting on my knees yeah. hands clasped Oh Lord God in the name of Jesus kind of prayer. No, I'm going to like, I pretty much yelled everything I could besides cursing God out. Um, which again, I'm not proud of, uh, but I, I'm, I understand that I'm human. And so I give myself grace. 